Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And we're really excited to talk to another writer. We love talking with the Hallmark writers. And uh, today we have Alicia Lomas Gross here on the podcast. And she is the writer of the upcoming movie Perfect Harmony. And we're super excited because Alicia is one of our uh, patrons of the podcast. So we and you've been one for a little while. So we've gotten to know each other. And so when you announced to the patron group that you you had written this movie, it was so fun. It was so exciting. It's been hard to keep it like a secret, but I I was too lazy to go back and look at my contract to see if I could talk about it. And I figured, Uh you know, I follow, you know, Hallmark writers and, you know, the actors, and they usually wait till like Hallmark announces something to say something. So that's why I just kept it quiet uh-huh yeah it was really fun I mean, we just felt like oh one of our own has made it so exciting <laughs> well so for uh for since this is your first time on the podcast uh tell us a little bit about yourself and how you how you ended up getting this opportunity well um my day job i'm actually a forensic scientist i work in a crime lab And so I actually started writing, screenwriting. Um, It's been a while. So maybe like 2005. So like I've stuck it out. I mean, obviously I, you know, had to improve, um, but I've been probably taking classes like since then. Uh Um, And I'm someone who needs the discipline like of a class or a writing group to keep writing. Otherwise I will just not write. Uh So um, I was in a writing group uh, run by a woman named Pilar Alessandra. She has a podcast called On the Page Podcast, and she also um, teaches classes. She used to run writing groups. Um, And so she had in her one of her writing groups, a Hallmark executive. um, And she was actually on. uh, She's a former executive now, but Heather Overton. So I really recommend searching for her episode of Pilar's podcast, because there's a lot of useful information in there. And so eventually Pilar um, recommended me to Heather because um, Heather at the time was the executive on the crossword mysteries. And I was a procedural, a light procedural pilot. And so Pilar thought I might be good for um, Heather to read. And she read my work and liked it. And that ultimately didn't work out. So um, I just sat around for a little while and then um, I, I had sent Heather some samples of my writing. And so then she passed them along to other executives and they passed my writing on to the producers of this project. And that's how I got hired. Oh my gosh. So were you always thinking in the screenwriting kind of thing or were you, uh, were you thinking of like writing a novel or how, how did that all ha- part of it happen? No, it's always been screenwriting. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think I have the talent to write like a novel like that just requires so much as it is. I don't. So in screenwriting, there's, you know, scene description and I'm pretty Mm -hmm. spare in that regard. Like I don't write a lot in my uh, scene description. So I could not handle writing all that needs to be written for a novel. So hats off to the novelist. I could never (laughs) do it. So screenwriting has suited me, I think. Yeah. But rom-coms have always been my first love. So, and that's why I think, you know, it's been a good fit. So was the class that you were taking then, that was a screenwriting class? 
or just a general? Yes, I, I took classes from, I mean, I've taken classes um, at UCLA, their professional program, their extension program um, from Pilar herself. And then from there, it was a weekly writing group. Okay. Yeah. And, and it was the other screenwriters? Or yes. Just so in the general. weekly writing group, there would be a bunch of writers every week. You have to bring in five pages or you don't. I mean, it's up to you, but mm-hmm. you're paying money. So you might as well get your money's worth. Yeah. Um, then we read them aloud to other people in the group. Uh, Pilar would give her feedback and then others would give their feedback. So um, it was helpful to hear your words spoken by some professional actors. There were some in the group, some non-professional, and then also learn how to give constructive feedback to your fellow writers. So did you just get like a copy of final draft and just kind of go for it? Well, um, let's see. The first class I ever took was actually from, I'm, I live out in the Inland Empire, so that's like east of Los Angeles. So uh-huh. UC Riverside Extension had a class. So I just took oh, okay. one then. And then I'm sure at that point I would, did not, probably didn't have the money and didn't want to commit to Final Draft because Final Draft yeah. is really expensive. I'm going to yeah. tell you, I much prefer the writing program. It's called Fade In. It's cheaper. Um, and oh, it does the same work as Fade In. You can export. That's what I wrote uh, Perfect Harmony in and I would just export to uh, Final Draft. But yeah, so I used like, I think I bought off of like eBay, a Microsoft Word program that someone had formatted formatted the proper um, screenplay format. And so I used Microsoft Word for quite a, a while just because I didn't want to uh-huh. commit to the hundreds of dollars that Final Draft charges. Yeah. Um, but well, yeah, so I mean, I took a class, I did the formatting and just, you know, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, I feel like that's almost the hardest part is that, I mean, our one of the hardest parts is... I, cause I have lots of ideas, but just like starting and, and just, you know, I don't know, making that commitment to, uh, so that's good to know about those other, uh, products that you've used. Cause I think it's just intimidating the idea of kind of starting. It is. And and I don't know like what got me to start, but I guess because it was close and nearby class. I didn't have to like drive far. Although nowadays you have so many things obviously are on zoom yeah. or whatever. So it's a lot easier, but it's really helpful to have feedback, whether that's mm-hmm. in a writing group with other people or some, yeah. I mean, I don't want to make this a commercial for Pilar, but she's great. She does have something called like a story to script where she, you give her your story and then you go all the way like through script. So she gives feedback along the way. That's so there are cool. different options, but yeah. you, you don't have to spend that much money to begin with if you find a group of people online to give you that's feedback. Cool. Yeah, that's good to know. That's really good. Uh, so you've always been a big rom-com, you said fan, big Hallmark fan. Yeah. Uh, what what is Why do you think that's always appealed to you, the genre? I don't know. I mean, I love comedy. I love to laugh. I love... Um, I guess I love romance. I love reading romance novels as well, but I also love, you know, other things like horror and stuff. Fans of the hit family drama Heartland know that Up Faith and Family is the only place to stream seasons 1 through 15 of Heartland, including hours of behind-the-scenes exclusive content. All 15 seasons of Heartland are available and ready to binge only on Up Faith and Family. If you love dramatic shows full of action and suspense, try the two new series, Mystic, 
and Hudson and Rex. Binge both shows anytime on Up Faith and Family, watch new series and premiere feel-good films like Finding Love in San Antonio, which debut first on Up Faith and Family. Go to upfaithandfamily.com slash hallmarkies today to sign up for your 14-day free trial. That's upfaithandfamily.com slash hallmarkies to sign up. But I don't know. I just love the combination of them. They've always been my favorite movies. And they're, you know, it's not easy to write too. I had a, I remember a screenwriting instructor saying, you can't just stick two attractive people in close physical proximity to each other and call it a romantic comedy. That just doesn't work. Right. And a lot of romantic comedies, I think, forget that they need to be comedies. Yes. So. Yeah, we were just talking about that on the uh, podcast I did on the Bros movie, Mm -hmm. you know, about how a lot of. Uh, that that was one that actually remembered to be funny. It's crunchy, but but at least yeah. it, it was funny. Uh, and a lot of the rom- romantic comedies forget to be funny. Some of them I don't think are romantic comedies at all that are classified in there. Something like yes. Dirty Dancing, like that yeah. sometimes get that's not a comedy. I get angry when people <laughs> call things romantic comedies that clearly aren't. Oh, another um, good resource is I took a class with him at UCLA is um, the, his name is Billy Murnett and he literally wrote the book on writing the romantic comedy. His book is called writing the romantic comedy. He's updated it. So it's like in its second edition. And so he walks you through writing romantic comedies, but yeah, in there talks about his definition of the romantic comedy is, you know, obviously like a comedy where the, the main question answered or to be answered is, will these two people end up together? Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. The journey of, uh, of how that's going to happen, get there is this way is the, uh, is what makes it unique. Yeah. Um, so we talked, I talked to James Denton and he had super nice things to say about you. He said, he'd love to work with you again. And, uh, and so he also said that he had been working with you and that this process was a long process that it, it has been in the works for, I forget the actual date. At least for me, three years, longer, he and the producers, you know, sold it before I came on board. So, yeah. Okay. So how did you get on board then? How did they bring you in? Um, Just got an email out of the blue, you know, about, I don't know. I was just looking, I don't know if it was maybe a month after, you know, the crossword mysteries thing didn't work out. Um, they just, you know, sent the producers, uh, John and Kim sent me an email saying that uh, they had read my work and they wanted to talk about, you know, this project they they had sold. And then we talked on the mm-hmm. phone, they sent me the pitch pages. And then just from there it was, yeah. Did you just like freak out? Yeah, because, you know, I kind of neglected to mention there have been a couple instances of, you know, maybe not really getting this close, but, you know, maybe working for Hallmark or maybe starting an idea with a producer that then would be taken to Hallmark. And those, you know, over the years have not worked out. So it was, you know, kind of like depressing. And, you know, I would be like, oh, this is never going to happen. And so then when they emailed me literally out of the blue, it was like, oh my God, is this happening? And then of course it took three years and there was a long stretch where I was like, is this ever going to happen? Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, I think it'll happen again if if James Dent has anything to say about it. He he was very uh, very complimentary. I I said, oh, and it's written by one of our patrons, and he was like, oh, I love her. She's amazing. <laughs> He's great to work with, and he was definitely yeah. involved, you know. Uh with you know all of the choices and yeah he's very down to earth and everyone calls him jamie and i'm like so afraid to like call him (laughs) like i don't know him well enough to call him jamie yeah he referred to himself as jamie several times in the interview and i was just kind of like i can't do it i know same same here i can't Today's episode of the podcast is sponsored by W-Rated, the podcast where we willingly watch the world's worst-rated movies. Join me, Daisy. And me, Claire, as we break down the IMDb Bottom 100, choosing a different film from the list every episode. We take a deep dive into the plot, production, release, and reviews, usually with a special guest, to uncover if these films are truly as bad as everyone says they are. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, Good Pods, and anywhere else you find your podcasts. bit about the movie perfect harmony so the idea has changed over the past three years but it's always been about two people who don't really like each other and their best friends are getting married and they have to come together to uh sing a song mm-hmm. um for so the yeah, wedding. So that's been the same from the beginning their occupations have changed in the beginning, um, I believe the friends were married at the very beginning. And then I can't remember what event. And then so then these two kind of form a band and then perform again at the end to now where um, their engagement party is where they come together and sing okay. a song for a surprise. And then, you know, over the course of the movie, you have to write a song together. So are you, would you say that you're a music person? I mean, I'm not a musician, but I'm a music lover for sure. It was really fun coming up with, I mean, I didn't write any of the lyrics and that was one of the music. And I was terrified that like somehow they would think that like, I, I don't know. I, I guess I was afraid that they would ask and be like, oh, so you're going to write the song, right? Like, you know this. So I never brought it up. And I was like, please don't. Like, I hope someone else (laughs) is going to do it. And of course they have a professional, a composer who wrote two great songs um but yeah there are also a couple cover songs that um i one i definitely wrote into the script and the other one the song that was chosen was on my list of songs so it's a lot of songs then songs what are they like five songs in this um at least four okay and i think if there another scene if there's like a snippet of one but yeah Mm -hmm. that's yeah so two originals and two covers at least and i can't remember about another yeah, that's that's really really cool. Did you have any uh, particular wedding that kind of inspired you to to write about this that you were thinking of? No, but I would like. Uh, I'm not married. I mean, but of course, uh-huh. I've been to weddings. But I would like. I had. I would like. For some reason, I had this book on Kindle of like, um, if you're like a bridesmaid, like things to do. So I would like look into that like oh what are some fun like pre-bridal like activities or even from my writing oh, yeah. group um there was a scene that was never and never ended up being filmed mainly for time i'm sure but it was about um 
finding like a wedding cocktail. And that was someone's suggestion in my writing group, like, you know, mm-hmm. having a, you know, a signature wedding cocktail for the wedding. So things like that. Yeah. So I would either refer to the book or ask for suggestions or just come up with whatever I thought, you know, would happen in the build up to a wedding. I know sometimes people do that because it's cheaper than having a full open bar, just down yeah. like two options. I've heard yeah. of that uh, before. Uh, well, so it must have been very fun when you found out that not only was James Denton, who's the who's great, is going to be in the movie, but his son, Shepard, is mm-hmm. also going to be in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I had seen way back, um, probably at the beginning of writing this movie, I had seen the movie that they were both in together. Was mm-hmm. it For Love and Honor, if that's what it's called? Yeah, it's only like um, that. So yeah. I'd seen that. So yeah, so yeah. that was exciting. I think I found that out maybe sometime this year when you know before preparations for filming uh-huh. i was like oh that's exciting yeah because it wasn't something i ever like not that i wrote it in mind you know before sure. then yeah originally yeah. in the original original he had a daughter who was much younger and then we changed it to a son who was like you know 18 yeah so i and it must have been also kind of fun when you found out that julia and peter benson were going to be the married couple Yes, that was so exciting. I got to um, watch the uh, read through on Zoom. And so I didn't know. I mean, I knew, obviously, Jamie and Shepard. And then I found out Sherry a few days before. um, Mm -hmm. And then so I'm watching it. And then I think I don't know if I heard Peter's voice or I saw him. (laughs) And then like Juliana, I was like, (laughs) it was so exciting. Yeah. Yeah, that would be so cool. Yeah. Did you get to see like dailies? When, when it was no, getting made? I'm not that special. Not that special. <laughs> or uh, probably I didn't like, I mean, I didn't ask. I mean, this is my first day. I'm like, I don't know what to like, ask for or like whatever. So I just kept my mouth shut. Um, and I, yeah, I mean, the Zoom was fun. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I didn't. But you didn't get to, and you didn't get to go on set. Well, I didn't ask. My mom died like four days before Aww. filming started. Um, so, and I didn't, even before then. Like, uh, well, my mom was sick for, she was hospitalized for like five and a half months before then. So I don't know that it was ever on the table um, just because I couldn't like leave. Mm. So I don't know if my next, I mean, I would love to, it didn't work out for this one, obviously, but um, I would love to visit set yeah. for a couple of days. It would be Hopefully so Hopefully for the next one. Yeah. But sorry to hear about your mom. That no, thank you. Yeah. Uh, so I, we're excited about the movie. What do you think? You've seen a lot of Hallmark movies. What do you think makes this one stand stand out? Um, good question. Um, I feel like there's a lot of heart. Ho, ho, ho. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcasts, especially at Christmas? Do you enjoy the holiday previews, recaps, interviews, and bonus episodes? If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. 
We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. A lot of um, thought given to backstory. Um, I think there's a good balance of comedy. I mean, I wrote it as a rom-com, but it kind of became less, not less calm. I mean, I wasn't told to really to like mm-hmm. take out anything, but I think maybe it's more grounded probably because I can write I probably need to be like reined in in terms of like writing like wacky stuff. So mm-hmm. it's for the best that I'm reined in sometimes. Yeah. Um, uh, and there's a lot of, you know, there's drama too, you know, cause there's, you know, James's character, his wife died, you know, years ago. So there's a lot of grief with that. Um, there's also some, how do I say this? I feel like I was able to get away with like, people being like adults and like implication of like adult activity yeah all right these characters there but like you know Uh like you'll see when you watch like yeah yeah like that's good that's good yeah so (laughs) i was surprised i was surprised sometimes like some i mean there was like a line like that got cut i was like okay i was waiting for that to get cut but (laughs) otherwise i was like oh they let people be you know you know, Sherry's like, she just turned 48. Like there's, but she's never, you know, been in this, you know, movie. Her character's never been married, but they still like, I don't know. I feel like yeah, they let grown us, ups. let grownups be grownups. Good. That sounds good. I'm excited about that. I was going to ask you what surprised you about writing a Hallmark movie, but it sounds like you just answered it. <laughs> well, I'm also you. like, even from the very beginning, you know, they always, the executives always said, you know, don't, you don't have to like fall into like, you know, and it's kind of hard because, you know, watching so many Hallmark movies, especially now, once I got hired, I've like, I've been pretty good about like watching every single one. You kind of get into this mindset yeah. where your mind automatically fills in the blanks with the tropes. So they've always said, you know, you know, not do what you want, but you know, what are your ideas? Very encouraging to like think outside mm-hmm. the box. So That's that definitely good. surprised me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are have you had a chance to look at the um upcoming slate? Do you have any um Christmas movies you're looking forward to? Yes, I haven't listened to because I'm a patron. I have early access to your um, <laughs> the Hallmarkies podcast yes. uh, previews, um, but I haven't listened to them yet. Um, if I I'm yeah, we, the was it three three wise men and a baby? Is that what it's called? Yes, the one with uh, Andrew Walker, yes. Tyler Hines, and uh, Paul Campbell. Yes, of course that one let me look at who isn't hyped for that i mean yeah that had but then there's always the like i mean with anything you don't want to get overhyped because then you're like i know you'll just yeah i mean i don't want to like nothing ruined Um, the movie like high expectations (laughs) christmas of the golden dragon oh yeah that one um that's antonio cupo i think yeah 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 the one of the co-writers of the movie she's a filmmaker she's made written and directed her own movies her name is emily ting she wrote one called 
it's all it's either it starts with it's or it doesn't have it's already tomorrow in Hong Kong. That's a really good movie. Oh. Um, you should oh, see, with, yeah, um, see it. Oh, uh, what's his uh, name? Brian. Brian. I can Brian, see him. Yes. I can't think of his last name. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know. I he's in. I it, want I to call him Brian Austin Green, but that's not it. No, <laughs> he's in it with his wife. I think. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's a really good movie. Um, the Hanukkah Rye sounds fun. Yeah, Brian Greenberg. I need, I was gonna yes. say it was Green something. Yes. Brian Greenberg. Yes. So that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> and then what else? I'm sure there's more. I need to listen to the list. Um, a Maple Valley Christmas, because I like when she's written next week's Joie Botkin. She's like my favorite oh, yes. homework writer. I love her great. stuff. Love her. So, yeah. I know. I'm sure there's other things. <laughs> oh, I love Kimberly Sestat. So, like, Lights, Camera, Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We have some fun plans in the work as far as the podcast coverage. So, I'm excited for that. And of course, we've got lots of patron stuff coming up too to look forward to. Uh, watch longs uh, and other. Uh, early releases and so lots become lots a exciting patron with that yes become a patron please uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, do you have any more are you gonna keep riding are you gonna keep is this uh, anything else coming up nothing like uh, set in stone or planned but I mean I did meet with my producer earlier today and we were talking about you know stuff that we're yes. in the works so well congratulations yeah. This Thank is you. just so exciting. Well, we have to give you our fun, silly questions. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and you probably have them memorized at this point, but you've listened to the podcast so many times. But the first question is, what is the best ice cream flavor? Uh, chocolate chip cookie dough. Okay, good. What Mainly is... for the cookie dough pieces. Yeah. Well, see, I, though, I feel like you need every part of it. I don't like... Just going to one of those places is just like scooping cookie dough. You know what I mean? It's so yeah, sweet. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I need, not that ice cream isn't also sweet, but I just need both. I mm-hmm. just straight cookie dough is too much for me. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, what's your favorite color? Purple. Me too. Okay. Um, what music? Are, yes. What music are you into? Um, I love pop. Um, mm-hmm. I love Broadway musicals. Yeah. Uh, my dream would be to have Kelly Clarkson, a Kelly Clarkson song in one of my movies. Yeah. That would be like the dream. That would be fun. I'm surprised she's never done a Hallmark movie. Doesn't that, it, I feel like she's, it would be something I could see her doing or a lifetime. Yeah. I could see her doing. I think she's probably yeah. scarred from, from Justin yeah. Kelly. Oh, I know yeah. she's done like, you I know, forgot TV, about like that. guest spots and stuff, but she's probably like so scarred. You're probably from that. right. You're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, okay. Kelly, if you're listening, I'll write you anything. Yes. Okay. What is your go-to date night food? Or your DoorDash? Probably order? Mexican because I'm Mexican and I love Mexican mm-hmm. food. Yeah. Okay. What is your go-to date night activity if you're going out doing something? Uh, I would say movies and then talk about it afterwards. Yeah, very good. You got it. You got the right order. 
Uh, <laughs> okay. Talk what about it afterwards like at an ice cream place. Yes. <laughs> what do you like better, dogs or cats? Cats. I've got two in this room and three others in the house. Oh my gosh. Wow. Very good. I do love hey. dogs too, but I'm just a cat person. <laughs> what do you like better, beaches or mountains? Probably beaches, but I like both, but yeah, beaches. Yeah. Okay. What's your favorite holiday to celebrate? Uh, I mean, probably Christmas, but I love Halloween. What's your that favorite That was my ho- big sample. Um, for Hallmark, I wrote a Halloween rom-com. And going oh. back to that episode of the podcast um, that Heather was on, um, she does address that, at least in 2017, so it's five years ago, she does address that Hallmark doesn't do them because they sell the movies internationally. And Halloween doesn't really play oh. outside of here. So that's why they don't. But I would love to. I would still love to get mine uh hallmark rom or my oh, well now they start movie. so early so what are you gonna yeah do it? well at the time it was funny listening back because i was listening to it again because i wanted to make sure that like i remembered that correctly uh, mm-hmm. i think she was saying that yeah this year you know uh, the uh, the christmas movies start after halloween <laughs> back in 2017 uh, they get started after oh yeah which Heather was that? Heather Overton. She was an executive at Hallmark. Okay. Um, yeah, I know. We would love that. Keep pushing for it. Keep pushing for yes. it. But do you have a, a, a favorite Halloween costume? No. I mean, when I was little, I know my mom made me a, like, you know, a bird costume where I'm sure I, I think I wore like a, you know, a trash bag and then just like glued like, you know, yeah. tissue paper on it. I remember that. I love going to like haunted houses, you know, like homemade haunted houses. I love that. I did that as part of my research for my uh, rom-com, but I love doing that still. Oh, I hope you get it. Yeah, I I really like coming up with my Halloween costume every year. Actually, the shirt I have on is from my Waldo costume that I <laughs> I had one year. I had a hat, of course, that goes with and glasses. <laughs> I I've done uh, McGonagall. I've done Chucky uh, from um, uh, Rugrats, not Chucky mm-hmm. the doll. Um, I've done um, uh, Dorothy, uh, Tracy Turnblatt from Hairspray. That's a favorite of mine. Um, and this year I'm I'm going as a um, uh, I have a poodle skirt. It's just like a, 50, a kind of a general fifties mm-hmm. girl, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh i've been an angel that was a fun one Ooh, so nice. i don't know i just really enjoy coming up with the costumes so i'm with you halloween's a lot of fun uh all right last question what is your favorite hallmark or romantic movie um well hallmark it would still have to be nine the nine wait nine, nine lives. lives of okay I liked yeah. kittens, but nine lives, the original. Yes. Um, because it was like going back to what we were talking about. It was funny, like mm-hmm. in addition to, you know, the romance and all that stuff. Yeah. So um that would be my favorite Hallmark. Um my favorite like non-Hallmark movie romantic would be Bridget Jones's diary. Nice. Yeah. Can't yeah. go wrong with that one. Yeah. Well, very good. Well, congratulations. 
on your first script. We're so proud of you. And oh, thank I think you. it's I just hope amazing. You love it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure well. It's gonna it's also my first <laughs> experience with, you know, like uh critique or not mm-hmm. even so much critique, but just like, you know like putting something out there. People yeah, people's opinions. Yeah, I've you know, I've I don't pay too much attention to I mean, I do, I'm on social media, but in terms of like the Hallmark, you know, Facebook page or like whatever, sometimes I go and I just like have to laugh and I'm going to try to like distance myself. Yeah, I was going to say, avoid the Facebook group, the Facebook page and just focus on the patron group. You'll get lots of love there. Yeah. (laughs) And I mean, I know not everything is for everybody and not everybody has to like it. You know, I satisfied myself you know, my producers, Hallmark, I think I've, you know, done that. So that's good enough for me. I would like people to love it, but I'm trying to, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we're very excited about it. And uh, so you're just very excited for you. And uh, yeah, uh, I hope you, you're able to get that uh, someday, get the Halloween movie off the ground. Yes. <laughs> I would love it. So. All right. Well, do you have uh, social media you want to share? Or? Yeah, I'm on uh, Instagram, Twitter, the Bika, T-H-E-B-E-K-A. That's two B's or two E's. Okay. T-H-E-B-E-E-K-A. Great. Or search my name. Yeah, we'll have that in the we'll have it in the description, so you all should yeah. definitely follow and check out the Patreon. We'll have the links. Uh, and uh, thank you so much for for coming to talk with us and for being a patron. We it means so much to me. You have no idea, uh, and uh, I I just I'm just very grateful. So thank you. And uh, if you all have any comments about all the things we talked about, if you're listening, uh, let us know in the comment section or on Twitter. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. Check that out. You can also find our playlist with all of the homework writers that we've talked with uh, on there. So definitely, uh, that's something I'm very proud of is that we have we have talked to so many uh, writers over the years. So definitely, you want to check that out. And uh, like that's sure- one of my favorite like things to. <laughs> I mean, I listen to a lot of the different Hallmarkies mm-hmm. episodes, but I do make a, a point to listen to the writers. Episodes. Thank you. Uh, I I really love I love talking to the writers and so you can make sure you're following us at Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast all of our social media and if you are listening on iTunes please leave your ratings and reviews that really helps us a lot five stars and if you are watching on YouTube please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel we appreciate that so much we also have the patron group and as we've talked about a lot and so check that out and we'll talk to y'all later bye.